Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Joined by Independent Councillor Ger Cardi. Good morning to Ger. Good morning, Alan. I'm not quite sure because you've just come on air. Did you manage to hear anything of what Verona had to say there? Just by conclusion, she referenced you there. Did you manage to hear that? I did indeed, yeah. And uh, it was actually at the Rossler Municipal District meeting that we uh, raised the issue of parking for when boats are delayed in Rossler Europort. And I welcome her support in uh, summons and uh, the head of Transport Infrastructure Ireland to Rossler to deal with that issue. It's unfortunate that the department saw fit to spend nearly half a million in the dump in Killorn, facilitating, um, I suppose, at the time, that the, the testing regime that was required um, going out of the country. But unfortunately, now there's half a million euros worth of infrastructure in the dump in Killorn that should be, or in Barrington, that should be in Rathler Europort for the benefit of those truckers and indeed the local community. Right, OK, that's a very interesting point there. And uh, uh, Could you get that addressed? Could you get that reversed? Well, it's very difficult to pull the tarmac up that, that's in the in the dump in, in Barrentown, and you know it wasn't the wisest decision to make to to build uh, that piece of infrastructure almost twenty kilometres from the port. You know, one of yeah. a state asset in the heartland of my constituency, and to be now left in a situation where trucks are pulling up on the side of footpaths. Uh, when the board is delayed and we've no yeah. proper uh, accommodation. All right, well, let's look at that particular topic as well because it's been brought to our attention, and that is, of course, the truck tailbacks uh, to the coastal uh, to to the coast means that it's causing sleepless nights, I believe, for for many residents in the area. So all the positives of all these new routes are being tampered are tempered somewhat by the frustration caused by residents. How big an issue is it, Jer? It's quite a big issue at the moment and, you know, refrigerated lorries, uh, you know, running all night and it's an issue for the local community in Rossler Harbour and in, in, in the Kilaran. But let's be fair about this. Uh, Brexit was not of our making, uh, but unfortunately, central government haven't seen fit to deliver the funding uh, that's required to deal with these issues, you know, that are are the culmination of uh, the increase in, in truck activity through the port, and Deputy Murphy alluded to that, but we need joined up thinking from Transport Infrastructure Ireland now to yeah. start this problem, and you know they needed to invest in the port, and they need to invest in, in overnight parking, and they need to invest, and they need to deliver that road from get into the Europort, and there isn't any ifs, ifs buts, or maybes, that's, that's right. what's required now for How Rockford long are the tailbacks, Ger? How long do the tailbacks go back? Are we talking about several kilometres? What are we talking we about? Had, like, like we had one night, uh, they were parked in the bus stops in Tagot, all through the village of Tagot, down through Kilran, up St. Martin's Road, da- all down along the station road. And that isn't fair on the truck drivers either. Mm-hmm. Like they have, you know, d- dignity in their workplace. And that, that to me isn't uh, being met. Like they're surely entitled to, you know, uh, toilet facilities, etc. Because, you know, People are entitled to, the, under the legislation, like, um, they're required to have those facilities provided to them. And yeah. uh, currently, Transport Infrastructure Ireland or the central government are not providing that in Rosslare, and it needs to be addressed. And I would uh, support Deputy Murphy in, in the customs post area to be used uh, for that in the event of a boat being delayed. All right, look, I've got to take a short commercial break in a second, but uh, there is a positive story that we got wind of from a Morning Mix listener yesterday that the eyesore, which was the old shell of the Great Southern Hotel, and I've been down there myself, and there were con- I was actually did a, a piece down there many moons ago where people were concerned about the state of it. Is that now down for demolition, Ger? Yeah, yesterday the soft demolition of the old Great Southern site commenced, um, that'll work in tandem with an application for fire certification to commence the building of 
I think it's 95 uh, bedroom nursing home and uh, 25 independent living units. And that's currently underway by Domal Construction. It's something that we've worked tirelessly as a local authority to, to bring it where it is today. And I quite thank the, the current owner and developer that, you know, that they've, they've commenced the work. The planning was, uh, was uh, achieved and we can move forward. But that's a culmination of a lot of work with the Planning Enforcement Department of Wexford County Council. But we've also, the, the old Tusker site, which was a blight on the, the community down there also, it's gone to further information. It's a live planning application at the moment. Hopefully that will come down on the right side. Okay. You know, the Europort, Air Not Air, have applied just last week for the extension of the link span and, and a number of different um, uh, amendments to the pier and port, etc. in the port. So, And we're also uh, commencing feasibility on the uh, Rosslair Harbour to Wexford Town Greenway. So, and then, as as we alluded to, um, the Harbourview Hotel, which has been derelict for a number of years now, and could I thank the Planning Enforcement Department in the County Council for bringing the receiver, you know, dragging and, and screaming to the table to, to go to the market next week at, at an auction. So yeah. there's a lot going on in Rossler Europort, but there's a good bit more to be done. Okay. And there's a lot being done in Rossler Harbour and indeed Kilran and... You know, I welcome those developments and the movement on a lot of dereliction and issues that the, the area has had for a number of years. But I've worked tirelessly over the last seven years, as a, you know, as a member of the County Council. And that area is in the heartland of my constituency. And uh, I look forward to the development right. going forward. Can you just stay with me? Because we, we had a statement on Southeast Radio News from the World Health Organization, which is a bit worrying when it comes to Ireland. The other hat you wear when you link up with me in the show is as a paramedic. And I just want to get your view, because you did say to me two weeks ago that you were very concerned about the rising figures here in Wexford. I just want to play the statement from the World Health Organization and get your view on the local situation in just a second. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. With Joyce's expert Wexford. Whirlpool Fresh Care. Refresh your clothes in just 20 minutes with Whirlpool. Whirlpool Fresh Care Washing Machines from Joyce's Expert Wexford. The world famous Hook Lighthouse is open seven days per week. Discover the majestic scenery of the Hook Peninsula. Relax by the sea with delicious snacks from the award winning cafe. Enjoy the new outdoor guided walking tour, pirate playground, eco education station, and more. See hookheritage.ie. Robert Parrell Flooring, Wellington Bridge. Stockists and suppliers of high-quality flooring. Irish-made beds and blinds, carpet, wood flooring, vinyl flooring, as well as our bespoke Carndine Design Flooring Service. Discount packages available for full house fit-outs. All packages are tailored to include flooring of choice, beds and blinds. Robert Parrell Flooring, Wellington Bridge. Your local flooring company. Secure your home and belongings and protect your family with an automatic gate system from Bulger Automation. Contact James Bulger at Bulger Automation on 087-681-8499 or bulgerautomation.com. Bulger Automation is a member of the Private Security Authority. Zero. It gets a bad rep. Like when people say they have zero interest in something. Well, if you're thinking of buying an electric car this year, you'll find this interesting because at Nissan we see the power of zero. Introducing the Nissan Leaf Power of Zero offer. Buy a brand new 100% electric zero emissions Nissan Leaf and get one year's free servicing, a free home charger, the lowest electric finance offer on the market and great savings on running costs. Now that's the power of zero. Find out more at nissan.ie. 
Wigram Nursing Home Wexford are currently recruiting for a number of positions, including healthcare assistants, housekeeping staff, as well as activities assistants. Full and part-time roles are available. This is an excellent opportunity to join a team of people who strive for excellence in providing quality care in the heart of the community. Take the next step in your career. Email your CV to info at wigramnursinghome.ie Is your car or home insurance due for renewal? At Crane & Crane Insurance, we deal with up to 15 insurers. You can trust our dedicated and friendly advisors to help you get the very best quote and policy for your needs. We've been doing just that for over 70 years. So, with online prices and great local service, Crane & Crane Insurance, your one port of call. Crane & Crane Limited Trading as Crane & Crane Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Bill Colling, Southeast Radio's Drive Time. Now, I don't claim to be a movie aficionado if I am allowed to use a word with six syllables, but for years, I actually thought St. Elmo's Fire was a Muppet movie. Oh, Smiley! Bill Colling, Southeast Radio's Drive Time. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Alan Corcoran. Chat, news, and your views. 25 minutes away from the top of the hour, listening to Southeast Radio News with Michael from the News Centre at 10. A clip really jumped out at me. It was Dr. David Nabarro from the World Health Organization. He's a special envoy on COVID, and he is very worried about the increasing numbers of cases in Ireland. When it comes to supporting people living with dementia, you might ask, is there something I can do? The answer is actually more than you'd think. Nine in ten of us believe people living with dementia have the right to be active citizens in their community. But sometimes they need support to stay connected and engaged. It starts with understanding that everyone with dementia has a different experience. So talk to them and their family. Ask them how they are and how you can help. Look around your community. Is your social or sports club welcoming people with dementia? Is your shop accessible? And are spaces and amenities easy to use? It's often the small things that make the biggest difference. By being that one person who asks, what can I do? You are making a difference. Free phone 1-800-341-341 or visit understandtogether.ie from the HSE in partnership with the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland and Age Friendly Ireland. Now that was uh, my colleague Dave Redman there. Uh, it's the HSE's Understand Together campaign, inspiring people from all sections of society to stand together with the 500,000 Irish people whose families have been affected by dementia. But I want to go back to what I said just before we played that clip. And this is Dr. David Nabarro, the WHO Special Envoy on COVID. He had this to say in the worrying concerns about the rising numbers in Ireland. The situation in Ireland is once again a cause of concern. And that's because this rise that you've got in cases uh, is now quite substantial over the last week. And this rise in cases is having a big impact on hospitals. Not only are there many people with COVID in hospital, but these COVID patients are impacting on the capacity of hospitals to deal with non-urgent procedures. That was uh, Dr. David Nabarro from the World Health Organization. Last time I spoke to Jerk Carthy a few weeks ago, he was very concerned about the rise in numbers here and what he felt could happen if we reopened the hospitality sector late at night. Um, it's not all the hospitality sector that the emphasis should be put on, no doubt. There are other situations that have arisen as well. Jer, uh, you heard Dr. Nabarro there. Are you concerned? Yeah, absolutely. I'm concerned. Sure, we're north of 3,000 
per day. And uh, we currently have one general bed in the hospital here. We've no intensive care beds and we've one co- two COVID beds. So, I mean, do the maths on that uh, with a population of somewhere in the region of 150,000 people. Um, you know, it's extremely concerning and I would welcome the... You know, the sanctions that are going to be taken in relation to the hospitality and indeed the pubs because uh, they need to refocus now and they need to check the vaccine search. The masks need to be worn and we need to look after the hands again and we need to do this uh, all the way to Christmas because we don't want to go back to where we were. But if we keep going at the rate we're going, we will. The only show in town now is the uh, flu vaccine and indeed the uh, COVID booster. Um and that's the only way that we can mitigate or help to reduce this. But, like, we're trying to run a booster pro- or a, a vaccine program now in tandem, two, one for the COVID and one for the for the flu. And the flu is becoming more apparent in the in the community at the moment. And uh, it's going to be a difficult time for the health service, which is currently, let's say, on its knees in the context of burnout in relation to staff. There's over 3,000 uh, staff out of the HSE currently on COVID leave. Um, and that's a very worrying uh, figure, and it's it's mm-hmm. in a similar percentage here in Wexford, in Wexford General, but also in the National Ambulance Service. And these are the people that will, when you dial 999, they'll end up at your doorstep. Like we've currently had over the last week, one one instance of nearly two hours uh, waiting to access the ED. So that's a, a difficult position to be in. Um, that's why we need to to ask the community to refocus and redouble their efforts uh, in a help to support the the health service, but also the community in general. You sound tired, are you? You sound drained, actually, speaking to me this morning. Yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, more so the, the, the staff here that are on the emergency ambulances, but also the nurses and doctors. Like, everyone is burnt, but it isn't, as I said the last day. Like, at 5 o'clock in the evening, we don't switch off the phone. You know, we've we've texts coming in most of the night that ambulances are held up or there's a problem here. We get a call, phone call at night. And these have to be dealt with because there's people's lives on the line here. And uh, so I'm just asking the community of County Wexford to help and support the HSC and the health service to get us over this, this hump. And hopefully that will be brighter times in, in early uh, January and February. Thank you, Ger, and to you and all your fellow paramedics and all the frontline workers at Wexford General Hospital. I alluded yesterday to the tr- tremendous staff at the COVID centre, the COVID testing centre, and the frontline workers there and the, the, the job they take on on a daily basis. Fair play to them and well done to them. And you've heard there an update from Councillor, but also paramedic, uh, Councillor Ger Carthy. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.